0: Welcome to our podcast I'm Kayla this
1: is Dylan
2: I'm Eli
0: we're going to be talking about Pride and Prejudice and we're going to be analyzing it and kind of comparing it to Foster's books and we're going to be mentioning themes from Foster's book that relate to the overall subjects of Pride and Prejudice.
1: For starters, I would like to talk about my theme of the book that I thought in my essay. Um, I thought that the theme was about happiness and how Darcy and Elizabeth were had opinions on each other and they kept letting people get in the way of their happiness, which in the end caused both of them to you know, grow apart from each other, which caused them to not realize what they felt about each other. Um, does anyone
0: else have any That's a very interesting topic, Dylan. Um, there were a lot of subjects in this book that I thought were pretty interesting. The main one that like stood out to me had to be marriage probably, because some people only married for like money and to like help their situation out in life. But then you had others that actually like married because they loved each other. And I thought it was really interesting
1: yes I liked well the comparison between both the girls Jane and Elizabeth and how they wanted to marry for love but you could see that Miss Bennett was looking for her future whenever they were marrying whenever she was marrying off her daughters instead of looking at their future as well you could definitely see that throughout Miss Bennett and Mr. Bennett's like marriage that they probably weren't compatible with each other didn't necessarily like each other And I really liked the comparison between how the younger girls really liked the people who they were going to marry compared to Miss Victor Bennett and Ms. Bennett.
2: So I kind of did like a branch off of what Dylan did, but what I did was like how money is related to power and how people got blinded by the amount of money people had and didn't see who they actually were. Um,
1: I I agree with that. I agree with um, Eli's statement on the money and the power. I, honestly believe that Miss Bennet only like wanted her daughters to marry into money so that they can also like keep her family like good as well. And you could see towards the end, whenever Miss Bennet, you know, didn't really whenever uh, Mister Bingley had left and didn't give anybody a warning about it, and you could see that Miss Bennet didn't really care about the fact that. Bingley had come back, but as soon as he proposed to Jane, Miss Bennet was like ecstatic at the fact that her daughter was going to be marrying into wealth. Yeah, and you could really see how like Miss Bennet only cared about the money, really.
2: Yeah, Miss Bennet wanted her daughters to climb the social ladder rather than you know marry for their hearts. They wanted to financial stability and social ladders, and you know if they could be the best financially, then. It'd be better for them.
0: Yeah, I think that all kind of like um, can fit together also within Mr. Foster's book. Within his chapters, he also created these sort of like themes that we all used in our essays. And I feel that by them bringing up Miss Bennett, um, this brings up like one of the major vampires within the story. Um she definitely took advantage, not really took advantage of people, but like she used them kind of in like ways, you know? Because like if her daughter like made her mad, she'd get like sick and then she'd find out that, oh, they're getting married and then she'd like totally change. So I guess she was a big, a big vampire in this um, yes, novel.
1: I do agree with that. And an example of that is whenever. Mr. Collins had proposed to Elizabeth, and Miss Bennet was like, so head-on to get Elizabeth to marry her that she actually went behind Elizabeth's back to Mr. Bennet to get them to force Elizabeth to marry Mr. Collins, which I felt that was a very manipulative move of Mrs. Bennet, and that really showed, like, like you said in Foster's book, the vampire side of her, where she abuses her power and takes advantage of, like, what she could do. And she, I mean, it ended up backfiring on her, thank goodness. But, uh, I could really see her vampire <laughs> yeah. compared to yeah.
2: Mr. Bennett said, From this day, you'll be a stranger from one of your parents. Your mother will never see you again if you do marry Mr. Collins, and I will never see you again if you do. So, not only is the vampire, you know, Miss Bennett to lizzie but it's also you know a mental battle because you said all right if you do the right thing then i won't see you if you do the wrong thing your mom won't see you so it's like a demon within you know sucking out her internal what is it like (laughs) mental stability
0: yeah yeah um i think another uh theme that we all kind of used in our papers would be um the acts of communion um and having to do with like the balls that they go to and the lunches and the dinners that they have I feel that the balls are a way of sort of like everybody coming together and like but all the families have like the same motive which is trying to find a husband or a wife and like they're all sharing this one common like goal I guess and then the dinners and lunches is a way of them inviting the future husband or the future wife into their home and like kind of like accepting them i guess
1: yes another um symbol symbolization of that is the dances um that was a really good point um you could see in the book that we had learned in class that when a man asks for you to dance it shows that he's interested in you and we could see in the book that mr bingley had asked Jane to dance with him several times which actually showed that he was interested in her so that was another good point of the acts of communion and also the symbol that was said in Foster's book
0: yep yep um are there any other themes that you guys would like to talk about um I have to think about it I used um quest in mine that was my third one okay and I talked about the quest for Elizabeth to find out she was in love with Darcy. Yes. I thought that was a really big part of the sto- the novel because Elizabeth is, like, the main character, basically. And I think doing that quest um, not only showed, like, the love that she had for Darcy, but it also showed, like, the growth of her character because like she was struggling with like personal like issues and then family but social she was struggling with a whole bunch of stuff so i think that that quest also showed her growth as a character
2: one of the ones that i used was where have i seen this before and i started doing some research on people like you see it all the time of like people getting married just for money or just for like social stability and when I looked it up, and it actually came up with a definition, and it's, um, I'm trying to remember what it was, hypergamy, so basically what that is, is somebody who marries into a social status, or marries them for their money, and you see a lot of this in, like, arranged marriages and stuff like that, and, you know, even in today's, like, movies, you know, Hallmark movies, you know, the guy or the girl sees the other one, and they're like, oh, i they're kind of cool, but I don't want to be with them because they're poor. And they, <laughs> they pull around with a Bugatti and they're like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> but...
1: I see. See, my thing is, I feel like that was with Elizabeth and Darcy. So, you know, she thinks of him as this arrogant man who is disrespectful and has like really no heart. And whenever she took a tour of the Pemberley, like that completely changed her view of him. It Pemberley. Same as yeah
0: no pemberley like did change the view like she's like oh hmm.
1: yeah like she saw how like elegant it was and how beautiful it was all the statues the art and all this stuff and it i mean that was a turning point in her idea of who darcy was as a person and that just shows i mean like yeah. we, that just shows a lot
0: yeah well i think we can start to wrap this little podcast up um You can see there's a lot of um, similar themes and subjects within Foster and Pride and Prejudice. And they definitely correlate together. Um, Thank you for listening to our podcast.
1: Yes, thank you very much. It was great talking with all of you. Yeah. Eli, you want to hop in there?
2: Thanks for listening. Here we
1: go. Bye. Bye. Bye.